This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I loves me a good coffee shop. And there's a new one in St. B on Marion Street called Diaspora Cafe. Keisha Pinder, the owner, is on the show today. And Keisha, I know with a name like that, people are mm-hmm. going to come in and they're not going to be able to pronounce it. And they're going to mm-hmm. ask you, what's the name? And my question to you is, what does a name mean? Maybe you can explain that first. And the meaning of the name and why you named it that. So diaspora means people who've left their home country, either by choice or, by, or involuntary, to foreign countries around the world. And I chose that name because that basically sums up who the diaspora is of the Afro-Caribbean or African-American, whatever, where you come from, what you call yourself being black and living in this country and or in a lot lot of other countries, I should say. And yeah, I think diaspora encompassed everybody from no matter where you are, even though we're all rooted from Africa by some form of way we ended up in different parts of the world. Are there cultures specifically, you would say, make up the black diaspora that your coffee shop represents? Or you're saying we represent all of them? We represent all, not excluding anybody. So all. Because the way I see it is even though a lot of people, a lot of us are from so many different places, we have so many unique things that we can bring to the table that are very similar. And I think like I was saying to you the other day when you were in the cafe, a girl came in and she was actually from Mexico and she was telling me about their type of rum cake. So I was just, I was very intrigued. I'm like, I need to look that up and maybe make it. Yeah, we all, I think we all have something in common either way, either by food or a bit of culture. Yeah, so it's for everybody. Okay, so your cafe is new and obviously there's a pandemic going on. So you obviously had plans to open this business and COVID-19 was not stopping your plans to open this. Why not? What kept you motivated to open it? A few things. I guess the first thing was I, I felt the timing was right. I saw that there was a lot of vacancies around the city of Winnipeg with businesses deciding to close their doors and close their doors for good. And I just thought location is king all the time. And we just stumbled upon this location. And what's funny, when we did start looking in August, or actually July, sorry, when the pandemic I thought was cooling down and we were going to get back to a normal, I was very surprised. Actually, the numbers went up in the fall because I really thought that this thing was going to be put behind us. We found a great spot. And by November, things will be back to normal and we'd be okay. So it really is a surprise to me that the numbers went back up as far as it did. So you can say it was a bit of timing and it is what it is. Make lemons, we make lemonades and get lemons, right? We just ended up opening anyway. We had the first wave. We'll call it the mm-hmm. first wave. It didn't even seem like, I feel like our first wave wasn't even the wave. I felt like, it mm-hmm. didn't hit us hard enough to be considered a wave. And then the second one, it yeah. actually really ramped up. That's when we yeah. actually got hit with COVID. And, and again, it, it, you heard all these numbers around the world and all sorts of different mm-hmm. things that were happening in the U.S., but it really didn't hit us here in Winnipeg and Manitoba. Right. That may have been a, a bad thing because we maybe were a bit complacent on how yeah. bad the problem was. And then the problem got mm-hmm. bad here. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because when it first started, I was like worried because my husband, he has underlying medical condition. Like, he has asthma. 
And I was just worried. I'm like, okay, you're not allowed to go to the grocery store. I'm going to go. and You're not allowed to go here and there and I'll do it. And we were always sanitizing our hands and making sure we were wearing, wearing our masks. And, and when our numbers were not as bad as other places, and then the numbers were going down and things were opening up, I'm like, okay, we came out of that and it wasn't so bad. <laughs> totally no believe so, me i know you're not the only one like when, when that's when the numbers were going down and we just thought that was it and we're gonna uh-huh. get this done and let's move on uh-huh. and carry on with life and here we are still doing yeah, the same thing exactly exactly location wise how did you find your current location how long did it take you to find that location i would say i started looking in beginning of july and then the first location we looked at, it was just needed a lot of renovations. It was on Henderson Highway. And I, the commercial realtor we were dealing with, he said, you think about it. And I was on the fence. It just wasn't the right spot. And it was funny, like at 4 a.m., my phone went off because I forgot to turn my phone off. <laughs> and I just, something said, just, you know, just check out your phone and see who the heck is, you know, pinging your phone at 4 in the morning. And then I looked, and it was my realtor who just sent me a, scroll of different places around the city and then I saw this place and I'm like, oh, I need to see this place so I messaged him back and I need to see this place this morning like right away and so I think I got in a day or so after and I just thought it was the perfect location the it's a corner spot the speed limit is 50 and that's really great because people have that time to drive by and slow down and see that there's something there and I noticed that there was tons of people walking around in the neighborhood and there's family, families throughout the neighborhood as well. So I just thought it was a perfect spot. And then that building actually was only there for four years. So it was, it's quite new. So there was not a lot of renovations to be done. In fact, the place was ready to go. We could have opened, the walls were pink, but we could have opened right away. We wanted to put our own touch on the place first. Where is your place, the exact address? It's uh, 101 250 or dash 250 Marion Street. It's on the corner of Marion and Traverse. That's pretty nice. Again, like you said, there's, there's parking on the street and it's a great area. Mm-hmm. The neighborhood is probably pretty supportive. January 9th, 2021 is when you opened. Your doors opened for the first time. What happened? Uh huh. We opened at 9 a.m. and I had all my staff there, including my kids because they're in it too. And 9 o'clock came and I'm like, well, where is everybody? And it was a foggy morning. I remember it was like the fog was thick. It was like out of those one of those horror movies where you thought the yeah. zombie's going to walk out of the mist. And I was just like, geez, like nobody's coming. And I kid you not, like 11 o'clock, it's like the fog lifted and everybody got out of bed. It was, it was weird. <laughs> <The> zombies. <laughs> <laughs> It was really weird. Did you watch The Walking Dead? Yeah, yes. It was like that? <laughs> uh, so it was something like that. But I wasn't thinking of a scenario, how am I going to get out of a situation kind of scenario, though. <laughs> so, like, so, yeah, 11 o'clock hit, and it was just like person after person. It was nuts. We couldn't. We could only have two people in at a time because of our occupancy limit. And the people were patient. The weather was nice. I think it was minus two that day. The lineup didn't end until about 5.30. Really? Yeah. Yes. You have a business in a place, customers come in, which yes. is a scary thought. And it's always yeah. gratifying when you decide you're going to do something, make a product, open a place, mm-hmm. and people actually come in. What did yeah. that feel like? It was awesome. And I, I so much feedback of we needed this in this area. We had no coffee shop and we just they had Starbucks and Safeway, but they're like, no, we wanted something local. And that's the thing. I think people are really 
wanting local, something that is born and bred in their community, um, not a big chain and not those big corporations coming in and telling you that this is what you want. They wanted something that was hands-on, a mom-and-pop shop. And so we got a lot of great feedback from the community, and I'm just so grateful. Even, I guess I didn't mention, like, we're underneath a condo unit. People from the condo units came down and were so happy that they have a coffee shop underneath their building. Of course, they can come down in their pajamas and slippers and get coffee. Exactly. I haven't seen that yet, but I'm waiting for it. They're like, yeah, I don't live there. Kevin, put your pants back on. Can you... uh pants on before like, you order excuse coffee. me sir this is not your living room <laughs> you take pride in making sure that you do business with and promote other local businesses so that yeah that's my favorite part that's my there's so many awesome businesses that i feel sometimes don't get shine um the way they should and one of my goals was to do that because for instance so in the in the summertime I was looking for, I'm like, there's got to be other bakers that are, that are black and in Winnipeg. And so I ended up stumbling across a girl to the Wolseley Farmer's Market. Her name uh, was Laura. And she is from Mauritius. And it was so funny because I've only met one other person from Mauritius in my whole life. And I just thought it was so awesome that she was, she's my second person I've met from Mauritius. And my first friend from Mauritius, she was in Mauritius by way of China. She immigrated to, to Mauritius. And she was the only person that ever told me, yeah, I'm from Mauritius. I'm like, never heard of this place. And she's yeah, it's in Africa, in North Africa. It's an island. I'm like, really? And so Laura, as I said, she's the second person I've met from Mauritius, and she um, makes a vegan baking. And when I tell you it's awesome vegan bacon, Bacon, <laughs> bacon. <laughs> awesome vegan bacon. Yeah, I like Not that. Vegan baking, it's, it blows my mind how it could be vegan. Like she makes breads and cronuts and croissants and like you name it, she made it. So when I met her that day at the Wolseley's Farmer's Market, I wanted everything. I told her, give me one of everything. And so I said, you know what? I'm planning on opening up a cafe and I want to highlight other artisans from the diaspora and I would really love to carry your product. And she was so excited, as was I, from all the baking I was buying. <laughs> and <laughs> I took it home. I'm eating a Krona in the car and driving. <laughs> Have you ever had a Krona? No, never. It's so good. Is it, it's is like it? a I gotta find this person. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> you got to point me in her direction, man. I love big kids. And then so she, she was, she, she's now opening up her own space actually on Sargent in the next week. Oh, dude, nice. Mm-hmm. So it's it's she, like I said, she just makes some awesome baking. I want to say bacon. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't um, mind. I don't mind. You can say bacon all you want. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't and eaten so bacon in so long. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be carrying a few of her products. And then there's, right now I'm carrying uh, Nagash Coffee. And it's an Ethiopian family. Hanok, he's the owner. He's in Niverville, Manitoba. And he roasts my coffee. And we have our diaspora blend, which is a, a medium dark blend, which has those chocolate notes in it. And it's only specific to Diaspora Cafe, so you can only get it at Diaspora Cafe. But it's an awesome coffee. It's smooth when you drink it. It's put it this way, and I think I said to you before, when you drink coffee, you never want the coffee to taste bitter to the point where you have to add a bunch of stuff in it to make it taste good. If you can drink that coffee black, it's a good coffee. Bingo. 
And so our diaspora blend, you can drink it black, and it's awesome. It's a grade one coffee, so not premium is second to grade one coffee. It's organic. There's no pesticides in the, in the growing of the coffee. I have met the farmers who grow my coffee, and I, I, I love to, to brag about the fact that it's excellent coffee, and you got to come in and try it. So, yes, and the Gash Coffee is, you know, he has a coffee shop out in Niverville. Anybody should check him out. He's awesome, awesome man. And so besides Nagash doing our coffee, I met another girl. She has a little baking side gig that she does besides school, and that's Bubba Latte. So I guess when she's done school, she'll be doing some baking for me as well. How do you find these good people? <laughs> and then there's KNS Island Grill, my favorite Jamaican restaurant in the city. Yep. Uh, they are doing our, our Jamaican rum cake. And man, that rum cake is so good. Like you're in trouble, man. You're in trouble. You're going to be know, sampling your I own know. goods the, the entire it's, time. You know, I've limited to only Fridays. I'm only allowed to have it on a Friday. That's you Fat know, Friday, I call one it. Fat Friday, day, right? Yes. And I get my steps in, get the 12,000 steps in a day. <laughs> my Fitbit's always going off. <laughs> you need to move. And then, <laughs> so yeah, so KNS Island Grill, they do our rum cake, uh, pretty baked, does our, our mini patties. They're vegan. They do a mini vegan one, which is awesome. Then they do regular mini vegan as well, or mini ones as well that are beef. And then the ones that your mom made. Hey, did you try them? Yes, I had two. <laughs> Not on Friday. <laughs> so they were worth cheating for. You cheated on your cheat day. Well, they were sitting in front of me. I had to. <laughs> I had to. Burp the roof of my mouth and everything. It was terrible. But, man, it's nice. It's sweet. I loved it. I Aww, love it. I'll tell her that, man. Like, oh, no, oh, I need another local. <laughs> Like it's, I just think it's there's so much great talent in this city. I think, and, and having a coffee shop where people can come in and have these things. And I'm not trying to take credit for anything that anybody does. I want to make sure that their label is on the product that they sell. And if you want, if somebody wants to buy more of the one that I sell to them, here's a number to that person where you can talk to them and strike up a deal with them. But come and taste test it at Diaspora Cafe. <laughs> Which is awesome. Okay, so the blackownedmb.com website and mm-hmm. Mr. Marcus Chambers are, are the people that pointed me in your direction. Marcus, of course, is... No, I haven't even met Marcus Chambers, which is really nice that he's like... He, nice <laughs> things to say. 100%. <laughs> he, he pointed me to you and said, listen, man, you go and talk to these people. This is a great business. Let's promote them. Let's get her going. And I came in there. I'd be, be at our first conversation. You and I thought, what a lovely lady. And then I came down there. You made me nice coffee. And I thought, this is awesome. This is really great. How, why do you think it's important for to have a site like Black Owned MB and a, a city councillor pointing in the right direction to you know to a business that is black owned? How important do you think that is? It's important just because, like I said, sometimes there are businesses that don't get that shine. And I think it's sometimes even harder when you are a, a minority. And sometimes people, I don't know, may think that it's not as good as other places or they don't give it a chance. And I just think it's really, or sometimes you don't even know it's there. Right. Like on totally. black owned, I there's some things I didn't even know 
were, were there. Like you would have to search really hard to find something or know someone that knows. We actually found a plumber who did all, most of our plumbing, Zamir plumbing. And he was awesome. There's just so many businesses that I just don't know about that now black owned has highlighted where I can like a directory where I can actually go to and find whatever I'm thinking of and support that business, which I just think circulating that dollar in the community is, is awesome. Because obviously my mom owns mama beach, you're making patties and the comments. I never that, heard of her before. Right. The, the comments that we always get is from people who either go on vacation in Jamaica or from Jamaicans mm-hmm. or, you know, going, Hey, I've been looking for a Jamaican patty like forever yeah. and I've, I haven't yeah. been able to find it. And you're oh, now I get it. You know what I mean? Yes. Things like that really just sew everything up so that people who want certain products find them at their fingertips. Even the plumber, he was just like, after he listed his business on black owned, he was just like, my phone's ran off the hook. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, bro. There you, there yeah, you go. You're welcome. It's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. In closing, let's give everybody your location, your social media and uh, how they get a hold of you if they want. Okay, so we are, again, at 101-250 Marion Street on the corner of Traverse and Marion, right there, right across from the Dog Loft, which is another awesome business. And we are on Instagram at Diaspora Cafe 204. And yeah, we don't have our Facebook set up yet, but pretty soon. (laughs) Okay, so part two of this later on is going to be when all this COVID stuff is done. We're going to come in there. We're going to have a coffee. We're going to talk with your chatty husband, and he's going to work yeah. that, that, that <laughs> your espresso machine. <laughs> yeah, so you don't believe me. That. I mean, he talks more than I talk. Like he's, I told you he's a school teacher. Yep. He, he talks for a living. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks for coming on the show tonight. Thank you for having me. Once again, that was Keisha Pinder, owner of Diaspora Cafe on Marion Street. This is 680 CJOB.